0: There was a former friend who said to us, just get over your trauma already. And it was actually not said in a very kind way, not in a like constructive criticism way, but in a way that was expressing how tired she was of hearing about our trauma, seeing it being triggered and then lived out experienced what's been interesting about this personal journey this unique experience is that we can identify a couple different types of trauma let's call it we can understand that by our triggers what situations do we enter into what conversations do we enter into that will start to spike that trauma, that it will start to spike anxiety. Anxiety being fear. What is it that spikes our fear and why? And if we examine that, we can examine our fear. If we can examine fear, it feels like we'd be able to dismantle how it operates, that we could perhaps examine a little bit deeper, a little bit closer, under the microscope a little bit more, why fear is a mechanism in the human experience, why we have it, and in that examination, we begin with what are the triggers, so when we enter into spaces, conversations, experiences, relationships, encounters, etc., and that our trigger system begins to go off, our alert system begins to go off. When we think we may be in an abusive situation, that intuition, that alarm system, some folks call these red flags. And that in a healthy way, it's a protective system. If we think of it as a species related system for, let's say, protection for existence in a natural world, if that human experiences something that would be detrimental to its survival, that in some way causes pain, that experience is retained for future experiences, and now to have an awareness, a learning and understanding about what that thing may be that it's encountering that could put its survival in jeopardy, to give it context. When humans come in contact with fire, there is great risk to their survival. Touching it can be painful. And if you've ever had a little one Who doesn't actually know what fire is there's always a don't touch that that's hot don't touch that fire you could burn yourself but sometimes that curiosity is satiated anyway and they reach out and they touch the flame and in that moment they experience that that thing can cause their body pain so don't touch it be careful around it in modern times we are still directing our little ones where the don't touch the stove but that moment will make a neurological mark a pathway that is remembered a thought that equates to alarming that protective system triggering that trauma moment that injury moment tracing it back so that a heightened awareness can now set in or the remembrance to not interact with that thing so that there's not the injury there's not the trauma so our trauma is someone who has lived under abuse in many forms for many many decades And for the first 18 years of this experience, abuse was every day in some form. But family is family. So even though we no longer lived under an abusive home where there was no way to leave it, or that's at least how it felt like, then that not only was it impossible to leave the abuse to leave the pain to leave the injuries to leave the trauma to leave the situations and the people who were inflicting the pain intentionally that we were also supposed to love those abusers because that's how abuse perpetuates when an abuser puts you into a position that you must love them as well pain is being programmed into that system. Now what's interesting about the human experience and the human psyche and the mechanisms of the mind, the mind actually has the ability to, let's call it, numb out, to somehow adapt, find coping mechanisms to enduring such pains especially as it's done over and over and over again. Those coping mechanisms become important to survival. The body finds a way to deal with it. The mind finds a way to adapt to it. So we personally walked out of our formative years with family, having been programmed to this pain, having been programmed that you love your abuser, And we stepped right into another relationship where that was played out again within a marriage. And even when we began to learn and grow and heal, as they say, examine the traumas which began in traditional therapy, began to dismantle those mechanisms And when you start to dismantle the mechanism of abuse to see the injury of trauma and efforts are being made to heal from that or get over it, it could take another 18 years to do. We can add another seven years on top of that. If that's how long the programming was for, maybe it's an equal time To unprogram from it. Not saying that there aren't times in this healing journey with the awareness that we have now. And even the further reveals happening in this very moment, in this very conversation. To continue to dismantle it. Because there is frustration at times too. At times can say to self, get over this already. Just get over it. Why can't we get over this? We know and have a belief system that understands that the thoughts and feelings emote an energy and a frequency. So let's stop emoting that love has pain. Let's start seeing pain as a teacher. Let's start seeing that when pain is experienced, it is to reveal our safety system, our intuition, our mechanisms. Can we heal and grow enough into a place where we can see and feel and be aware and experience our trauma and then say, Oh, thank you. Thank you. Intuition. Because we have made a vow to the self. that We don't need another lesson around being with an abuser very clear as to no longer having any toleration of that. That has been a self-vow, a self-love, a self-commitment. And that we wield our mechanisms, those protective mechanisms against abuse, that fear or trauma or anxiety spike, learning to wield that into a protective field. Learning to channel that emotion into an energetic field, a stance. And there's an invitation to be invited to try and sit in the trigger. Let it reveal what you need to know. Try to sustain and understand the fear a little bit more. Use the breath. Breathe. Let that protective field permeate the space without words, without trying to mitigate the abuser, without trying to actively stand up in that moment, stand up for ourselves, though that's important to do, but just to practice a different way. Because currently the way has been getting upset. We get upset. That's our way of feeling protected. But the getting upset part, that's a key ingredient to the abusive cycle, especially in emotionally abusive situations. The other person receives something emotionally themselves by seeing you in suffering or pain or being upset in some way. Perhaps it may feel like a great power that what you do or what you say to someone, no matter what it is, no matter if it causes them pain or suffering, they will still love you. They will still be around. Because, you know, abuse is just a way of life around here. So just get used to it and just get over your trauma already. But what if our trauma is actually meant to stick around for a while? What if it's actually a lifelong journey, especially living in a collective where trauma is rampant, trauma, and unhealed trauma? is controlling this world it's gonna take a while for us all to get over it because it takes a lot of work takes a lot of devotion it takes conversations like this a space to think a little bit deeper about it and to make a personal decision that we would be interested in experiencing a life that's not lived in anxiety, that isn't in some sort of constant fear of this world and to explore it from a place of feeling protected and safe within self and to make great efforts to end the cycles of abuse, whether demonstrated in personal relationships or interactions, or even demonstrated to self we can be so self-abusive just to fulfill that mechanism just to fulfill that programming or whether it is within the collective or whether it is under the abusive systems of capitalism and simply no longer participate to make great efforts to reduce participation it's not that it's completely unavoidable. It is entrenched. Systems of abuse are entrenched. So how do we dig ourselves out of these trenches, one shovel at a time? It's a personal experiment. It's also an invitation to do this deeper examination and see what curiosity may spark in you What are your triggers? Where's your trauma? What is this experience teaching you? How is there a pathway of growth and healing? In what ways, micro waves, macro waves, big or small, in what ways can you exit your participation from abusive systems, abusive people? Abusive workplaces. Thank you for being with us in this contemplation. This is Deep Dose, and we are Eden.